Hey, this is Ken Agrawal from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Christoph Neville with us. He can help you take control of your business, personal life, and become unstoppable. Are you feeling too busy to enjoy life? Want to double productivity and have time off? Christoph is here to enlighten us on that. He's a speaker, author, and a podcaster. Christoph, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Christoph. Happy to begin. be here. Let's begin with your journey. You are originally from Switzerland. and today you are a coach so what inspired you from being from switzerland and then in the united states and then coaching as a profession so what were the series of events that led you to become the person that you are today i tried to make it as short as possible i grew up in switzerland my dad was a train engineer driving trains across switzerland and my mom was fortunate enough to be a stay at home mom i have an older sister younger brother my sister was a teacher all her life just recently retired my brother is a doctor and i was a teacher for several years as well i have a ba in business from switzerland as well and then many years ago i moved over here to the us to the bay area to study and that's where i met my wife and so that's how i ended up staying here i have a master degree in theological studies and have been in pastoral ministry for over 20 years before i started my coaching practice back in 2010 and my desire to help people and make a difference in people's lives and businesses has been a part of passion of mine for as long as i can remember and so the skill set that i have accumulated over these past 20 plus years 30 years a perfect match for what i do right now and i love to help people listen to them and see what's happening or what and how i can point them in one direction or another so that's in a nutshell the short version of it Yeah, I get it. If you were to talk about the details, then it might be forty-eight days long podcast. So let's not get into it. So Absolutely. next question to you is about the feeling too busy to enjoy your life part of your business, right? So that's something that you help people to enjoy life while they are having a busy life, right? So what are the tips and tricks there to live a fulfilling life while also making sure that you are generating business and achieving your goals professionally i think a key there's a several key components one of course is to have a plan if you don't plan or you said you intend to have time to plan then you planned to fail so having a plan so that you know exactly what it is that you need to do every day of the life of your life so what to focus on and so forth but it starts with clarity the clarity is the most important concept of productivity so knowing exactly where you want to go what your goals are is could be important only 3% of the population have written goals that means most people in business owners they get up in the morning and just start putting out fires now if we have clear goals that we want to achieve then we can then create an action plan on how to get there like having a bullseye you know the target that you're shooting for now what is it that you need to do in order to get to that target so then you need to create a plan for doing that and then you need to decide okay so who can help me on this road what is it that i'm really good at and what is it that i should do and what should be done by others eliminate automate delegate so whatever can be eliminated eliminate it because we always put too much stuff in our to-do list anyway what things can be automated with today's technology a lot of that can happen and then the big one the d delegate what can i delegate what can be done by somebody else either somebody on my staff or somebody maybe I can hire and outsource certain that will free me up to do the things that I need to do and I need to focus on versus 
wasting time on things that I shouldn't be doing myself. So those are some key nuggets. Then, of course, the whole idea of having a schedule for every day, the whole idea of time blocking. So there's a lot to that, and, but most business owners are never taught that. They go into business because they're good and passionate about something, and they want to be their own boss. But quite often what happens, the business becomes the boss and drives them instead of the other way around. Creating uh, systems and structures is really important. Let's understand the structures and tools, strategies. Talk about it, please. Yeah, so when you have a, the idea is I suggest to clients that they plan their week ahead. Maybe like on Friday before you end your week or your work week, you take 30 minutes to plan your next week. So that way you go into the weekend knowing what next week looks like. You have a plan for next week. And then in the evening, you fine-tune the plan for next day because things happen as you run out of business. Something may, you may have to fine-tune it, but if you have a general plan for the week, then the evening, again, before you close your office door for the night, look at what tomorrow needs to get done tomorrow. Plan it all out in detail so then you can then go home and enjoy the family time with your loved ones instead of worrying about tomorrow, what you will be doing, et cetera, et cetera. That's a key component is, is my coaching, is working on that with them. Any coaching clients, any success stories, anything that comes to mind right now, any transformational journey that you help witness. So can you enlighten us on that? Sure. So the one it was a dentist. He came to me because his wife was getting upset with him for being at work home. And so he, the work he brought home was work that should have been done by somebody else. So he had to learn to let go and delegate and have his office staff do the kind of work that he was bringing home. In the process, what happened is it took a while for him to let go of that control thing that he had going. But what happened is he was able to add 15 to 20 new patients to his practice, and he came home without a brief case of work. So he came home to enjoy his wife and his young kid, and it was a win-win. So business growth and a happy home life. So that's one success story. One client, another client, she brought me in to train her team on time management. And the result was that she became the top producer of, in her company for the Bay Area. And, and that came with certain perks, a commission. And she was even got, got to go with her husband got on a fully paid company business. In addition to that too, she learned to take her own well-being make that a priority. She knew that when she came home from work, she needed some alone time to, to decompress, to become now the wife and not the business owner. And she called it her Zen time. And so at the end of the day, she set aside 30 minutes for herself to just decompress and be with herself and recharge her own batteries before she then started her own home life with her husband. And for her, those two things were just life-changing. Incredible. So... You are making success to the life, lifelike and left, right and center. Tell us about being unstoppable. So are there any particular things that we could do to like with the mindset or with practicing certain things like meditation? What are your suggestions on being unstoppable? Thank you for asking that. I think the key component is having a morning routine that sets you up to play at your top level. And each person is different. For me, it is a half hour of meditation and then a half hour on my stationary bike. That's my morning routine. 
And that sets me up. And those times when I don't feel like it, of course, we all are human, but I also realize the times when I do it versus the times I don't do it, I'm a different person. I'm not the, the top of my game if I blow off what I know is good for me. And ultimately, a lot of this evolves around self-discipline and people don't like that term, but let's face it. If we want to achieve a goal, we have to take action. We have to do something. We have to do something. We have to do work. Yes, we have the option to say, I don't feel like it. Fine. But if we have, it makes more excuses than taking action, then we won't get there. So develop a morning routine that works for you, that sets you up to play at your best. That I think is a key component. And then eventually that does make you unstoppable. And yes, you're absolutely right. The mindset is critically important. So that's why we constantly need to feed our mind positive affirmation, uplifting messages. We live in a negative society. Our society always focuses on the negative. So when we have negative thoughts, we need to counter those with positive thoughts. Negative thoughts are like weeds. Weeds grow in your backyard. You don't do anything, they just grow. So we need to pull them as quickly as possible. If we let them grow, they get bigger and stronger and they're getting harder and harder to pull. It's the same thing with negativity. If we allow negativity to take roots in ourselves, in our hearts, in our minds, then that negativity, bless you, takes over and it becomes stronger and stronger. Of course. The way that I look at it is the morning routine and the mindset are very important. What are some tips to improve the mindset? Is it journaling or is it vision board or what do you think at least an important aspect for bringing out the positive self? Is it affirmation? So please enlighten us on that. I think probably all of the above. It's not something that's a quick fix thing that works for everybody. Everybody does one thing, but I know positive affirmations, they work. You know that you can listen to them. I think meditation work, journaling work, because too, sometimes when you write down your goals and you actually physically take piece of paper and a pen and write it and you see it, you can also say it out loud and you have to tactile part of actually writing it. So there's three components to that, visual, audio, and tactile. So you address the whole body and do the same thing with affirmations. You could do the same thing. You could just say them out loud, write them out, or you can just listen to them. So there's so much out there and there's so much you can do. Each person has to find a way that works best for him or her. Each person has to find the best way for him or her. Are there way of finding out the best version of themselves? So what are some questions you ask them to guide them through the paths of finding their own way of doing things? I think the question is, let's try something. Let's try to do positive affirmations and do that for a couple of weeks and see how that works for you. If it doesn't, well, let's, try, let's try something different. So part of it is trial and error because what some people don't know what works best for them. These are things that aren't, it's not quite a, an easy fix where you just say, snap your finger and it's done. For some people, and setting aside time for themselves is a critically important component where they can focus on those kinds of things. Self-improvement. What am I doing to improve and become a better version of myself? When I do that, everybody benefits. The clients benefit. And when I improve myself, my skill set, I, myself, benefit. And my family, my loved ones benefit when I become the person I'm meant to be. And that is different for everyone. You know, so recharging the batteries doesn't mean the same thing for you or me. Some of my clients going for a walk helps them. Taking the dog for a walk, talking to friends, going to the gym, 
going swimming, doing yoga, some of them meditating and praying, some of them reading scripture. There's so many different ways. And I asked them what it is that is helpful to them, what it is that recharges their batteries. One of my clients, she says, we're watching comedy. Okay. So when are you watching a comedy? Oh, I didn't have any time. I didn't have any time this week. Really? Did you put it on your calendar? No, I forgot to put it on my calendar. Okay. That's probably why it didn't happen. So this is the stuff I'm talking about. Once they know, once they tell me what helps them and what recharges their batteries, then I ask them to block time for it on their calendar. So that they, ba- they should book the appointments for themselves and with themselves, not as an afterthought. When I have time left over, I do that for myself. But doing it as a planned activity, looking, being proactive, not reactive. Being proactive. So I hope that makes sense. It definitely does make sense. So before we move forward, tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Is it your website? Is it your email? Tell us about it. Yes, the website has all the contact information that can... They have a place where they can book an appointment right there. It could be the email, life at balance6.biz. That works as well. The website is balance6.biz. And that's the best way. They, I'm on LinkedIn as well, so the people can find me easily. But yeah, the website has a lot of information on there. I have blog posts. I have free reports there. That's also where they can get my book, which is on Amazon. They can go directly to Amazon and look for it from no time to free time. So there's a lot of ways for people to reach out to me and I'd love to have a conversation with them and see what's happening in their business and their lives and see if I can make a difference in it. Yeah, totally. So do reach out, guys. Easier to reach out. And that leads me to my final question for the day. So tell us about No Time to Free Time. That's a book that I wrote. And the way that book came about is I was teaching. A client of mine brought me in to teach her a class for her team. And then she asked me, so when are you going to write a book? And I said, I don't know. And then she said, you just gave a presentation to my team. Didn't you record that? And I said, yes, I did. Just like I'm recording this call right now. And then she said, there's your book. And that's how that book came about. So it's basically helping people with everything that we've been talking about over the last 20 minutes, different steps that they can take. And what happens most of the time is people can read my book, but then most of people need help to actually implement it. So it's one thing to read the book, but then how do I implement this? And holding somebody accountable, give them guidance. The personal one-on-one is where the rubber hits the road. They don't buy a program when they work with me. They work with me one-on-one. Got it. Got it. Christoph, before we let you go, please tell us about final thoughts, any action steps, any strategies, any tips, anything that is the, on top of your mind. So what are your final thoughts? So make sure you have a schedule for every day of your life and make sure that schedule includes something life-giving, something for yourself, includes something for your spouse if you're in a committed relationship. Uh, If you are married or in a committed relationship, have a date night once a week. And if you currently don't do anything for yourself, then make your commitment to make your own well-being a priority and not an afterthought. And if I can help you with that, Please reach out to me. I'll be happy to do that. To prioritize your well-being, guys. That is the message. Because if you're not well yourself, how are you going to make the world a better place to live? Absolutely. Yes. Job, thank you so much for such a wonderful and insightful conversation today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you again. I am your host, Kirin Agrar, signing off. You guys take care. 
Bye guys.